we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. So the creation roles of God is just God's plan for us, our bodies. I mean, the, I, I talk about this all the time because it is that important to God. And y'all learned, ex- especially in part 12, just how important the family of God really is. And when he created us as male and female, what a unique opportunity he created for us that the angels could not partake in. Like none of the sons could do it. It was, it was just us. It was like a special, just a special thing that he gave mankind to give us male and female. Amen? Men, ain't you excited about your woman? I mean, ain't nothing like having a woman. You don't have no woman. You are just trash. Just trash. God looked at man and said, man, you are trash. All the other animals are thriving and you are trash. And so he created woman. Amen. You better scream. I, man, I don't know what. I, I don't even know how I would think without this woman. I mean, what in the world would I do? I mean, you just have to have a... Man, come on. Don't you just have to have one? You just have... God do exact. There's no way. There's, you're just not going to make it. So brothers that just getting old without it, you you trash. I mean, you want to be. I mean, women are available. He created us in roles that would work in a home. Some of our roles work outside of the home, without a home. Some of them, you know. Uh, uh, but the majority of the roles that he created us for work best in the environment of a home. Because that's what he made first. Okay? So some of you are single and you waiting on that mystical, magical uh, day. Just keep on waiting and praying. Amen. Women. I'm talking to the women. I ain't talking to the men. Because all you got to do is go get one. I'm talking to the women. Y'all just keep single town. Just keep hope alive. Like Jesse Jackson said. Just keep hope alive. Keep praying and believing and trusting God. Now, don't you be praying for him and trying to design one in your prayers. We talked about that at the singles meeting. That's witchcraft. Amen. Don't you be writing down what you want him to be in order you don't know. Uh-oh. Did I step in something else? Well, I've been on fire this morning, haven't I? Amen. Don't you, you just pray to God. Don't you be trying to pray for him. Somebody told me that they have conferences where they teach women how to pray for the man that haven't come yet. Pray about him. Lord, touch him on his job right now and help him on his... Who? And that's what the Lord is saying. Who are you talking about? I mean, I got all this power right now, but I don't know where to throw it. Who? Where am I going to throw it? What? Where? You tell me. Where is he? Oh, Lord, wherever, whatsoever he is, wherever he is right now, Lord, touch him. Touch his heart. Touch him. Make him strong, Lord. Make him strong for our family. God is like, Jesus pull out the concordance and just looking like, wait, now, wait a minute. You know what Jesus have to pull out, have to pull the text out. He trying to figure out that. Wait a minute. I'm the word and I ain't heard of that. That's some foolishness. Who told you to do that? witches pinky promise and you know pinky promise is a cursed thing anyway that's all ancient ritual 
Oh, that stuff makes my head hurt. Stick to the Bible. Oh, my goodness. Quit following this stuff. Some of y'all ain't got nothing right now because you was following that. That witchcraft was leading you further and further away from your creation role that God created you for. God ain't created no woman. Ain't nowhere in the Bible where a woman prayed for a man. Man, if there ain't no biblical example, then you shouldn't be doing it. Oh, touch his mother, Lord, so I can get along with her. Oh, I see her right now. Her hair is... He ain't even met you yet. And then you doing all this praying and conjuring. When he come meet you, I mean, is he going to qualify? You better keep a blank sheet of paper ready. Don't write nothing on it. Let him do the writing. Amen. That's what a leader, if the man is the leader, he does the writing. Amen. Stop that. Look at somebody say stop it. That's witchcraft. Amen. And men, you don't be, Lord, send her, Lord. God is like, send her? You go get her. That never happened either in the Bible. Man, men went, boy, fathers went and picked women for their sons. It's like, son, you're looking, you're looking kind of lonely. I'll be right back. Hold on. Just go find this little tribe of girls. Come here. Here, here she is. That's what they did. Here she is. All right, that'll work. You know, because something is better than nothing. I'll take something. But the creation role, God created us all uniquely, specifically for the home. It's, it's just the way he, he made things. So we know that the man was created to be the protector. I mean, the provider, the protector, and the priest of the home, Right? And man, you can't be this if you didn't marry her. Amen. You got to put something on it. You ain't no provider. Quit trying to provide for women that you ain't married to. That's, that, that's not even legal. And quit trying to protect her. And qu- please, if you're not married to a woman, don't you be reading scripture to her. Single folk don't, don't, don't get together and have Bible study, male and female. Girl, that, that, that junk goes straight to the bedroom. I mean, as soon as you close the chapter, a feeling come over. You'd be like, wait a minute. Didn't we just read the word? No, that ain't what happened. You just yoked yourself. Because the word will yoke you to one another. You cross the line, brother. Some of us know better, don't we? We did. We learned the hard way. Amen. We're doing no ministry before it's time. So the provider, protector, and priest, amen, once he put that ring on it and say, I do. That's who I'm talking about. Amen. And then, of course, the woman is the nourisher, the keeper of the home, and the rearer of children. Can't nobody teach children like the mother of children. Amen. All through the animal kingdom, that's what happened. Amen. So you're the rear of the children, and then you're the keeper of the what? You are the what? The keep. You know why? Because you don't want the man to keep it. That's why we need you. Haven't you seen the job we do? It's not good. Hey, man, and don't no woman want an old meticulous man that just clean better than her and organized better than her. Everything he does is just tit for tat. He's gay. You got to be some slop somewhere. 
it's gotta be some it look all good on the surface but then you look behind something and see a whole bunch of old dirty shirts yes yeah he's a man i was a little worried everything was sparkling okay about that. man because we that's what we need women for we, we need to help meet help us meet <laughs> Amen. And then the nourisher, the woman, because of her emotional connection and how emotional she is, she's, a, she, she's just born to nourish. She knows the needs of her home before the needs are even spoken of. That's just a woman. Man, why you don't want that in your house? I've been wondering, like, what is a bachelor's house like? Just walking in there and just the upside down, little stuff just floating, dark. Noises and creaks. I mean, there's no, there can't be life there without a woman. But these are our creation roles. This is what God created us to be. And this fits and it works just perfectly when it's the way God wants it to be. Amen? And when the man, however he arranges his home and arranges things and different things, however, whatever, as long as the man is the one doing the arranging and he's the one in charge of the home, then the home can be blessed. The man got to be in charge. Amen. Well, come on, women. I didn't hear no feminine aid. Let me hear some P30 and see. Y'all was P27 right there. And wasn't no 31. But yeah, but that's the, the man is the head, so he's the provider, protector, priest. Woman's the nourisher, keeper of the home, rearer of children. So I wanted to go through those roles so you know what I'm talking about here because fulfillment has a lot to do with us functioning the way God created us to function. One of the greatest issues plaguing the body of Christ today is the lack of fulfillment in our creation role. So, I mean, if you were to get online today and get on Facebook and type, man, a woman, a, 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 a man is the head of the woman, and if she just listens to her husband, she'll be in a better shape. Your friend list. Your friends. Your friends will come after you. Them and a whole bunch of bots that Facebook is going to send to make you never post anything like that again. Yeah, they will. They, they'll come after you because they're the world. And the world is going to think the opposite. Somebody was asking me that, why is this the year? Because, you know, they're calling this the year of the woman. Women are taking over everything. All the men are getting taken down by the women and the women are running everything and getting in control of everything. It's the year of the woman. Well, what, what, what's, what's the significance of that? Well, the significance of that is that's what the devil did in the beginning to destroy the world. He put the woman in front of the man and made the woman make the decision that changed mankind forever. So why wouldn't he do that again? Why wouldn't that be like what he does? The devil always reverses the order. Lack of fulfillment in our creation roles. This is one of the greatest issues that's plaguing us as a church body. First Timothy 6 and 6 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. So to be content means to be fulfilled. So what, who we are should be fulfilling to us. We shouldn't be constantly looking to be fulfilled. Paul said, whatever state I'm in, I'm content. And anything, I'm going to let God select things for me. And those things are going to bring me fulfillment because why would God not want to fulfill the creation that he created? Why wouldn't he want me in good condition? If God made me, then he obviously wants me in a good place. 
So if I just trust him for fulfillment, I'll stay in a good place. You think I know what to do to bring fulfillment to me? No, and you don't either. So I'm going to trust God for that. In all thy ways, do what? Acknowledge him and what will happen? He will do what? Direct your path. You don't know. You're looking on the surface. You're going to live your life making decisions based on surface information. No, I want the secret things, the inner workings of my being. I need someone that can see that to direct me. He can see me now and he can see me 20 years from now. All I can see is now. When we are not fulfilled, we will eventually covet the appearance of fulfillment that others, what? See, see, others seem to have it because you're not them, so you don't know. Just like you dress up on Sunday and spray cologne on and look like everything is okay and I, I, all hell is breaking loose in your life, but you're still looking good. You are a hot mess, but you, you look like you got it together. So somebody's looking at you and coveting you. Man, I wish I could be like them. Man, they just got it together. No, it looks that way. That's why you can't follow people like that. Try to find fulfillment in the appearance of something. So when we're not fulfilled, we will cover the appearance of fulfillment. And that's bad because now we're trying to be like somebody that might not even be what we see. Look at somebody say, be yourself. Man, go, go on our Instagram fast and say, you know what? I'm not looking at nothing nobody have this week. Because every time I look at it, I want it. You don't know how they got it. And you don't know who gave it to him. The devil might have gave it to him. Luke 12 and 15. And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. Jesus Christ is telling you, take heed, beware of covetousness. Because life is not even about that. Things come and things go. And no matter how many things you get, you are still you. What hurts you when you was broke hurts you when you have. The roles that God created us for were intended to bring us total satisfaction and affirm us for God's good pleasure. Some people can't see this. They can't see it. They, they just can't see it. The role God created you for is supposed to bring you 100% satisfaction. But some people can't, they just can't imagine. I can't imagine how just having a husband and kids is just going to fulfill me. I have to have something else. They can't see it. Some men, I mean, they're so scared of it, they won't even get a wife and have children. Knowing that God looked at man and said, man, you need a woman. Get you a woman. Then he told him, be fruitful and multiply. That's God's plan. His plan has to be perfect because the Bible said he looked at everything he had made and he said, he didn't just say it was good. He said it was very good. Go read the scripture. Very good. I mean, and this is perfect. Said he made a male and female and then did what? Blessed them. Is a blessing from God good? What's better than a blessing from God? Nothing. 
So he sealed it up and said, this is it. So somebody is thinking right now, well, then why am I not, why am I not finding fulfillment in that? We're going to talk about that. Some other stuff going on. Philippians 2 and 13 says, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his what? So it brought him pleasure to make us male and female. His good pleasure is to sit and watch us have children, be fruitful and multiply, and pass the truth on to them. Many people struggle to be fulfilled in creation roles because they were raised outside of these roles. You know, when you're being raised, you're just being raised. I mean... Stuff is getting put in you by your mother and your father or whoever's raising you. It, they, 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 they're putting it in there. And I, I always like to liken it to baking a cake. Cake recipe. Man, you got a cake mix and you about to bake a cake. You start putting stuff in there so you can bake that cake. You put some sugar in there. You put a pinch of salt. You put some vanilla in there. You put some eggs and some flour. Well, somebody just getting like, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, then. Preach, yes, then some frosting, hey, but everything you put in that cake, every ingredient you put in that cake, once you stir that batter, it's in there. You don't even have to bake it yet. Once you stir it up, you can't take the eggs out. You can't take the flour out once you stir it. When you bake it, you can't change that cake. You can put the fire up high, low, medium, whatever. You're not changing the ingredients of that cake. That cake is bacon. So some of y'all had discontentment baked in your cake. When you were young, you watched your mother complain about what she didn't have all the time and then push you to go get what she couldn't get. That's baked in you. Some of you, your father did that. Pushed you too hard. Pushed you to be successful. Lived vicariously through you. Whatever the case, because he was just, he didn't like the condition he was in, so he wanted your condition to be better and may have approached it the wrong way. Pushed you, pushed you. So that discontentment got baked in you. So now you're trying to, you're trying to figure out why am I not satisfied with what I have right now if God gave me this. Well, that's because someone added something to your batter. Well, what am I to do? Well, the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a what? He's a what? He's a new, he's a brand new creation. All things, are, that, that's an old cake. All things become what? New. Well, Lord, I'm saved, but I still have those feet. That's because you're not taking the word and applying it to make the changes. You can't throw the cake out and not have another cake. You got to get God. Look at somebody say, get God's cake. And here's the thing that gets me. People say, well, Pastor, I mean, but I still have these feelings. I still have these struggles. How much time you spend on the internet? How much time you spend looking at everybody else and watching what everyone else is doing? How much time you spend listening to secular artists and watching secular artists and interviews and all that? How much time do you spend watching the world? The Bible said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not present in him. So you don't come telling me how you're struggling with your creation role and it just don't feel, I just have a need for something else. And you're feeding yourself with the world. The world opposes God's creation. So they've been anti-creation roles since the beginning. When the example of fulfillment is absent in child rearing, children grow up lacking the very same affirmation. 
So the thing you struggle with, you was trying to be a movie star. Now your child want to be one. You trying to be famous and I'm going to be on Glamour magazine. Now your child is taking half naked pictures of themselves on Instagram. Struggling with the very same thing. You couldn't affirm them because you weren't affirmed. And some of us just too old for all this internet. I mean, some of, I mean, if you pass 30, you shouldn't be on Snapchat. Hey, man, young folks keep, I mean, they just keep trying, they keep trying to get away from the old folks. First, it was MySpace. Old folks start creating MySpace pages, they all moved to Facebook. Old folks got on Facebook, they all moved to Instagram. And now the old folks, now, now the young folks, they on Snapchat, looking for somewhere else to go to get away from these old folks. I mean, I mean, it's okay to go out there and keep up with family and stuff, but man, all this posing, <laughs> selfies, all of them blurry because you shaking. <laughs> it's like, man, it's always, <laughs> you need to give the selfies up. All your pictures is pictures of the wall. You don't know how to turn the camera around. Why are you on Instagram if you can't turn the camera around? <laughs> I mean, that day is coming gone, man. You ought to be good. You ought to be good watching your kids do certain things. You know, I'm not doing that no more. I'm going to let my kids handle that. You ought, to be, you ought to find joy watching your children instead of you in front of them. Why, the kids are cute if you would move. <laughs> Using all the effects, got all the always got the flowers on your head, the, the nose. <laughs> Amen. And you think you cute and living off the likes, checking it every five minutes, see who liked. You know what the devil gonna do? Some old boyfriend from back in the day gonna like it. Huh. Where you been? Ah, you know. Walking to and fro, seeking who I may devour. And you was there. I just saw your pitch. But when the example of fulfillment is absent in child-rearing, children grow up lacking the very same affirmation. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, train up a child in what? The way he should go. And when he's old, what will happen? He will not depart. This leads to a cycle of discontentment, causes those victimized by it to seek validation outside of their roles and outside of their home. So when it's absent in the parent, it becomes absent in the child. It's absent in the child, it creates a cycle of discontentment. Child grows up to find validation outside of their roles. And outside of her, we wouldn't have a homosexual lesbian problem if people were content with their roles. 1 John 2 and 16, for all that is in the world is what? Okay, so this is how the world views the roles. All they see is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. That's all that's on Instagram. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyebrows. So if you keep watching it, if you keep your focus outside of your home, you'll never fall in love with your home. 
Because the love of the Father won't be in you. The love of the world will be in you. Wanting to be with the high society and the highfalutin folks. And I want to step up and hang out with the folks that's got something. I want to be a part of the high. Come on now. Why are you worried about what's going on outside of your home? Your home is what's representing you. If parents seek superficial affirmation and contentment outside of their own families, the byproduct of neglect will birth the same plight in the children. So there's no way you can seek fulfillment outside of your home without neglecting your home. Colossians 3 and 21 tells us, fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be what? Lest they be what? And see, this anger can be frustration. It can be frustration for them not making the mark that you've set for them because you're trying to, you're trying to have them do something that's outside of the role that God created for them. When the opinions of others outweigh the opinions of our spouses and children, then we have moved away from God's plan for us and accepted the enemy's definition of us. When the opinions of others outweigh the opinions of our spouses and our children, when you're more concerned about what the Internet think about you than your own home, then you've moved away from God's plan. The Internet should not be your valid. Why do you want to be validated by strangers? Folk that don't know you. You know why you want to do that? Because you can look any kind of way to them. They don't know the real you. You can make them think anything because they don't know you. But when the opinions of others begin to outweigh the opinions of our home, we've already moved past what God wanted. Galatians 1 and 10 says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be what? So here it is. Am I looking for God's approval or am I looking for likes on the Internet? What people think. Is what people think more important than what God thinks? God created us to be fulfilled by serving one another. He did not create us to be man pleasers or to, uh, to seek the approval of the world. God didn't create men to be served. God created you to be a servant. Jesus said, he, the Bible said Jesus came to make no reputation up for himself but to be a servant treat others better amen some of you need to turn the internet off and go volunteer somewhere John 12 and 43 for they love the praise of men more than what in order to truly maintain godly fulfillment we must be affirmed and validated by doing what Taking care of those, we are responsible. Y'all, that's how you get fulfillment. How you going to have kids and not invest everything in them? Those that you are responsible for. First Timothy 5 and 8 says, but if any man provide not for his home, especially for those of his own house, he hath denied what? He's denied the faith. He's worse than a sinner. He's denied the faith. So the whole faith about this, if God gives us, the Bible says that children are a heritage of the Lord. God blesses us to procreate in our creation role. 
then you got to learn how to deny yourself. It's time for me to take a back seat and let me get these kids straight. I ain't just talking to the women in here. Men too. Amen. Some men come in, man, I mean, you know, I'm just always at work. I'm just, well, you need to pray for a way to be home sometime. Your kids don't even know you. You trying to beat them because they don't recognize you. They ain't never seen you. I'm your daddy. Don't you call me by my first name. Well, you ain't never around, and that's all I hear mama say. Summary. Today, with the advent of social media, people are beginning to seek the approval of others more than ever before. People are becoming sight conscious and investing all of their free time in showing themselves and what they have to others in order to gain approval. They are seeking fulfillment in things that are not truly fulfilling. And in their efforts to gain the approval of others, they must neglect what they are responsible for. When we seek fulfillment in superficial things, we fail to give fulfillment to those in our care. In other words, we cannot pass on anything that we do not have ourselves. If you lack, you can pass lack. When we are discontent, we will birth discontentment in our homes. When we are unfulfilled in our roles, then the roles aren't appealing to our children. When we seek validation and affirmation from the world, then our children will desire the world and worldliness. True fulfillment comes from God and his roles and plans for us. If we follow his will for us, we can pass on the same fulfillment to our loved ones and be examples in the eyes of others. Amen. John 17 and 14, he says, I have given them thy word. Speaking of the disciples, the world hath hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. In other words, they started out of the world. He's like, well, once I began to teach them, they became like me. They're not of the world anymore. I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you would keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Sanctify means separate. Be separated. So separate them with the truth. Separate them from the world. Make a difference. Make them different from the world with the truth. The word, thy word is thy truth. And thou hast sent me into the world. Even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one as thou father art in me and I in thee that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. This is Christ's prayer. He's praying that what I taught, that they would keep and that the world hate them now because the world hated me, but sanctify them and make them separate from the world just as I am sanctified and separate. And this should be every man's prayer for his family. 
This should be every mother's prayer, every woman's prayer for her family. God, that I'm able to pass on the things of God to my children so that they, even after they leave my care, they will continue in God's way. Amen. Everyone stand to your feet. There are, there are a couple of couples here that have talked to me uh, privately about wanting prayer to conceive uh, children. And y'all know we at ABC is the children is having church ever. I mean, it's folks that drove, used to drive up here just so we could pray for them so that they would conceive. I think it's a few, few that lived out of state and drove up here. Who is that that did that? I know Jermaine did it uh, and drove up here for prayer and then ended up uh, being able to conceive. And I just believe that that's a part of who we are. I mean, that's because of the testament of what is being preached, because of the creation role, because we believe in the roles that God has given us, then, you know, we don't lack in that area. So if, if that's you, if you as a couple, you want to come up uh, right now, uh, just you can just come up to this area here and I'm going to pray for you, uh, whoever it is. Uh, and you're you're looking to conceive a child, you're married. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. First things first, first things first. And we want to trust and believe God, you know, because I mean, this is what he this is what he made us for. <laughs> Y'all want some more. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. So just come up. Uh, anyone else? You got some, PJ. Where's PJ? Come and pl- come play. Don't come up here. <laughs> God has blessed thee enough. Your cup runneth over. <laughs> I mean, how many? I mean, honestly, how many of you believe God can do anything? I mean, what are we in here for? What are we in? I mean, why are we at ABC? What are we in here for if we don't believe that? Me and my wife have seen miracles. I'm talking miracles. Tubulars reversed. Impossible situations that the doctor said it's a wrap. And they've come up for prayer and some of them had twins and couldn't stop having kids. That, that's how our church started. That's how ABC started. It started with those prayers. I mean, I, you know, so, y'all, I just need you to believe. That's it. If you can believe, man, it's done. Now, don't let the doctors tell you any different. Now, of course, you got to take care of, you know, you got to do the natural things. But, man, you got to trust and believe God. That's it. This is, this is a problem we don't have. <laughs> we working on some other things that God is growing us in other areas. But this area, this is, this is, this, we have kids at ABC because we trust God's roles. We just trust them. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.